0: oh my gosh hello to you all let us begin all right it is uh wednesday the 14th of july 2021 sun burning in on my face my gosh uh the eric zane podcast comes to you from the baldwin ace hardware fear bunker studio and it begins now <laughs>
1: Kenny from Nashville here. And after a long day of listening to some crappy death metal, I like to unwind with the Eric Zane Show podcast. Yeah. Dad. Here's your host,
2: Eric Zane. Thank you,
0: Okay, folks, this is The Daily Show, where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. It has begun. Another edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. And so much to get to. Huh. First of all, the queen of the forest, my lovely wife, Diana, is leaving me for several days. The idea is she is uh, meeting up with her cousin. Known affectionately as Mimi. Real name, uh, Marion. It's kind of a rare name. And going down to Owensboro, Kentucky. Some would say. The barbecue capital of the world. Every town, well, not every town, so many towns say that. This is the barbecue capital of the world. Various states, various places have their barbecue capitals of the world. I don't know what makes one more special than the other, but one particular thing about Owensboro, Kentucky, that... Does make their barbecue unique. Okay. Is that. They barbecue sheep. I am not making it up. Mutton. And I wouldn't have believed it if you didn't tell me. This is the one spot in the U.S. Where what they're barbecuing is sheep you're like wait a second that j- just doesn't sound right it just doesn't quite add up in in your brain the story goes that in that uh part of the country uh part of the industry is wool so <laughs> people raise sheep and then when uh you know they they for a number of years a uh harvest the wool off of the sheep and then when the sheep gets too old and uh it's like all right we're going to put this one out to pasture eventually uh the sheep is going to go to the rainbow bridge and then somebody got the bright idea way back when to take the sheep and uh barbecue it so uh, they just throw it on the on the grill no, no, no. Because the the sheep's old as hell, so the meat isn't like a like a tender steak. It's just it's, you know, like eating a piece of freaking uh, plexiglass. So, you got to you got to slow cook it. Slowly you uh you you cook the meat. Moonlight barbecue. Is one of the main culprits of awesomeness in Owen, Owensboro, Kentucky. I prefer, um, let's see. There's there's different kinds. There's like shredded or chopped. I like the chopped uh, mutton. And you got to have a bowl of that burgue with it. You're like, what the hell is all this? It sounds like a different language. Trust me on this. If you ever... They, they'll send it to you from anywhere in the USA. Okay? Uh, you just go to Moonlight Barbecue and just send it or order it, and they'll, uh, they'll mail it to you. And it's awesome! So the Queen of the Forest is going to visit the uh, relatives in Owensboro, Kentucky. So Diana, Mimi, and the NFK. That's right. They're going to pile in to the Civic and turn my car into a B.O. mobile and uh, make their way down south to beautiful Owensboro, Kentucky, for several days. So I'm like, well, how's this going to work? And she says, what are you talking about? I go, well, okay, you know, first of all, well, what stands out to me is, uh, what, what are the sleeping arrangements? She goes, well, uh, uh, in, in uh, this particular day, we're staying in a hotel. I go, yeah, I know. But he snores like a maniac. Oh, we'll just sleep through it. And I'm like, oh, God, I don't know how the hell you do that. Uh, I um. Yeah, that uh that, that would not compute for me. I would not be able to tolerate that. Josh says, Are you uh if she's driving driving past how many private property signs? Yeah, and I've I've said that to her. I go, Honey, if you ever are driving down any road ever again and it says private property, do not enter. Uh heed those warnings. Do not go onto people's private property in the future. Dirk writes, hope you've got leather seats. No, I don't. I don't have leather seats, which means um, when the car comes back, it's probably going to be a good idea to just light a match. You know, can you imagine if we sat him down there in those plastic and then if, uh, he, you know, they stop to eat and they get in the car and he sits on the opposite side of the plastic. And Diana says, yeah, uh, pull that plastic over. Uh, Eric wants you to sit on the plastic. Oh, my God. So, okay. Um, they're gone. They will be gone today. So it'll be uh, Eric and uh, and Madison here. And uh, I've got I've got a couple of things I've got to do, but uh, I mean, obviously, doing the show, it'll be just like that. They'll be they'll be back here. So all right. Did the NFK bring his senior picks? Mark writes. I don't know. Dirk says Dirk doesn't seem uh, to think that the uh, that the uh, chopped or the uh, sliced mutton sounds good. Trust me, I didn't think I was a, I was in the same boat as you. I was in the same boat as you until I tried it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yes. Trust me on this one, man. It's awesome. It's the only place where you can get this to. And I tried to convince him that "Ah, everybody makes this. They don't. There's only one place where this is made. It's here. It's there. Owensboro, Kentucky. Melissa says, paint the basement while they're gone. Well, them being here isn't preventing me from painting the basement. Okay. So why don't you shut up? You know what's preventing me from painting the basement? Uh, working, trying to earn a living. All right. Marcy writes, the car is going to be like that Seinfeld episode with the stinky Carl or stinky car. I can't read any of my glasses. Thomas says there's nothing better than a mutton lettuce tomato sandwich with the muttons all lean. Now you're right. I'm right there with you. All right. Yesterday here at the house. Uh, boy, this was screwed up. It's time to wind down for the night. Bob, first of all, let me, let me say this real quick before I forget. Um, and I did forget dear meathead happens in 55, zero minutes with my, uh, with my multi-talented dad, dear meathead, uh, brought to you by JM synthetics. I need questions for dear meathead. If you have a question for dad, send it along to Eric at Eric If you have any question at all for dad, he wants to talk to you. My dad will be there. Joanne will be there talking to him via the phone. My 87 years, young dad, this conversation with him just the other day. Uh, so, Dad, you thinking about going up north uh, to, you know, how we'd like to go up north and hang out? He goes, no, 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 I'm done. I go, what do you mean you're done? He goes, yeah, I, I I just take it day by day. I go, well, what does that even mean? You said you're done, and then you take it day by day. He goes, well, Joanne lets me know when we're going up. So he's basically just on autopilot. And I go, oh, okay, well, I mean, we had a, uh, we, uh, had a good time. On Memorial Day, we had a good time on 4th of July. We were all together up there. And he goes, what happened? I go, what do you mean what happened? He goes, did you go up north then? I go, yeah, I was with you. We were together. The, I mean, the uh, two times I've gone up, you and I hung out. You were there with me. Oh! Okay. Dementia is a bummer. But it's also hilarious of all the things that will kill a human being ultimately this will uh, prove to be lead to his demise uh it, dementia is is much more hilarious than cancer i mean if you're going to go uh i mean think about it there's there's a high entertainment value to dementia you just go what the fuck huh really really crazy <laughs> And the thing is, the long-term memory is fine. He can tell you about all that shit from his past, you know, all those stories from when he lived in Iran. But, you know, I sit down with him. He's going to tell me something, and then we're going to count to 10. He's going to tell it to me again. The short-term memory is just, it's just fading fast. It's just wow. Holy cow. All right. So there you go. You heard it here first. Uh, dementia of all the deadly illnesses is the most hilarious of all time. Uh, dear meathead, Eric at ericsainshow.com. If you have a question for dad. So yesterday, um, getting set to shut it down for the night. One more thing to do. And that is the dogs need to go outside. And the two in particular that you got to keep an eye on are O'Neal and Bruce. They are the ones who will um, go into the forbidden zone and then venture out into the world. So you kind of have to keep an eye on them. I've talked about that many times. It's been a constant battle. And then if they do happen to wander away, you got to go get them. So never, ever are they like, hey, I have forgotten that they're out there and then they're just gone. I'm always kind of got one eye on them. And sure enough, uh, this is is the, you know, it's getting dark. It's uh, everybody else is in bed in this house. And, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm shutting it down and I see Bruce kind of go and go over to the forbidden zone. And then he's gone. I'm like, ah, shit. Okay. So I go out the back door and uh, I see him over in the, uh, in the no man's land over by the neighbor's house. It's pointless to even say his name because he's not gonna, he's not gonna answer. Uh, Frenchies have this, uh, certain characteristic that, uh, you have to actually go and catch them now. Problem. O'Neill is not out there with them. If O'Neal is out there with them, you get O'Neill's attention. He will eventually listen to you. And then Bruce will follow O'Neal. Okay. And then that's it. You're good. If Bruce is out there alone, there's no way in hell he's going to listen to you. In fact, He's going to look at you dead in the eye and not move. He's just going to stare at you. And then as you get close, he's going to do that deal where he drops down and his butt stays in the air. Like, okay, I'm ready. And he and then you take just one more step and he'll he'll fake left and go right. It's like Barry Sanders, absolutely impossible to catch. So, I'm like, "Oh boy." Now, there have been times when this has happened, when you quite literally have to run him to exhaustion. And what I mean by that is you uh, he's running away from you and you have to run after him. And then eventually he will become so tired. And this takes several minutes. uh, He will just stop, uh, go to a spot like a neighbor's porch and lay down. Then, and only then, is the chase over. Otherwise, you're screwed. So people have seen me running through their backyards, through the neighborhood. It's, it's quite comical. So I'm like, okay, well, this is how my night is going to end. So this is terrible. So, uh, but this is different. I'm following over uh, into the neighbor's yard, and he's not looking at me doing that. He's in a bush doing something. I go, well, that's weird. Uh, Something's got his attention. What the hell is it? And he went right to it, so he knew where it was. Now, um, a couple of weeks ago, um, when this would happen, when we would finally capture him, he would smell very, very bad, like he had rolled in something that had died. He had found... Uh, the remains of a dead creature enrolled in it which is just the most stupid thing in the world it's just crazy to think that they like oh man i have i am so happy i'm going to roll in this rotting flesh another example of why dogs are so fucking gross i got one dog that eats shit and another one that's that loves running or rolling in in rotting flesh what why what why would you do that well yeah, so weeks ago, he, he, kept, like he kept, every time we'd catch him, he'd stink. Well, I don't know this at the time, but in the bush, that's where he is. He is once again located, but this time he's not rolling in it. And nor is he, it's so preoccupied him, he's not running away from me. So I grab his back legs and I pull him out from this bush, and this three week old dead rabbit is in his mouth. It doesn't even resemble a rabbit. It's got an eye just hanging out. It's got, like, one ear is gnawed off. It's just, its a you can see it's bones and it's meat, and it's just a, what the hell, a skeleton. I'm like, oh, Bruce, what the fuck? Holy shit. I'm, and he's like, he's got it in his mouth. I go, like, oh, Bruce, get the fucking rabbit out of your mouth. I smack him on top of the head. He snaps at me. The thing goes flying. Uh Holy shit. Oh. Drops it. He did not roll in it. So he's just, all he has is a little bit of, of dead rabbit juice on his face. And I can smell it. I'm like, what the fuck? I take him in the house. I wash his face off. It doesn't do anything. The, the stink is so strong. It doesn't do a damn thing. Oh. Oh, my gosh. The absolute worst. That grossed out Stevie. Chris says he's having a bedtime snack. Uh. Josh says chasing your dogs does not count for your race training. Aram says you're training your dog to run away from you. Yeah, quit acting like a know-it-all. Aram says 100% incorrect dog training. All right, Aram, smart ass. Uh, so I got a dog that's running away from me. What do you want me to do? Just wander away? Say, yeah, come on back when you're ready. You don't know shit. That's it. You're going to get a timeout if you continue to act like this. I can't do it on this. Damn it, that's too bad. Put O'Neill on a leash with you. Yeah, you got. everybody's got a freaking... Uh, Everybody's got a solution to my problems. You're probably right. Uh, Tyler says he has taken up the role of Buddy Bobcat face. Better race training than burying your face in the fridge before bed. And boy, did I last night. Oh, my gosh. I got to stop. Another day gone. I did so well. And then it's bedtime. Another frozen burrito. Another breakfast egg cheese sausage burrito. And then I had some leftover dessert from the party. Who brought that up? Uh, somebody brought this thing over for the uh, Zaniac Appreciation Party. That was uh, like a pudding, uh, chocolate graham, um, uh, uh, cream type of surprise. It was, oh my gosh, was that awesome. Oh, and I just murdered that. Eric Zane's hillbilly dog daycare says uh, former handsome John. Aram says by the book, don't shoot the dog by Karen Pryor and learn positive reinforcement training. No, man, you don't want that. You want me chasing the dog. It's better for the show. All right. My God. Speaking of training, um, this is week three of my training, uh, against, Mike Ball for the Grand Rapids Half Marathon. I did run yesterday. Yesterday was a four-mile recovery run. Uh, Monday was mile repeats. Tuesday, and boy, man, I tell you, the humidity just sucks. Everybody's going through that. Um, It is absolutely ridiculous. Got it in, though. Today is half-mile repeats. Week three. After this, we'll be down to 13 weeks before the Grand Rapids half marathon against Mike Ball. I hope you're training, big guy, because I'm coming for you. I don't think he's concerned. Let us get into the victorious secret, Karen. Oh my gosh. Okay. I need to share the screen here on this so you can, uh, and I will in a second. But what you have here, from my understanding, is um, some lady is shopping at a Victoria's Secret. And there is some type of dispute with some chick. And it picks up with the lady turning on her video camera at about the same time that Victoria's Secret Karen is coming at her to hit her. She's been acting like a total asshole. So the woman shooting the recording busts out her phone. The Karen has enough sense to realize she's screwed because the video is on. However, if she just relaxed and stared at the camera and walked away, she might have been okay. All right? But she freaked out. Like you wouldn't believe. Uh, By the way, Tyler says the brownie dessert, we brought that. Yeah, that might have been the greatest thing I've ever eaten in my life. Oh, my God. Life changing. So this crazy woman, and you will see this if you're watching on the live stream, you will hear it if you're listening to the audio podcast. She starts having this crazy-ass temper tantrum, throwing herself on the ground. This is just bizarre. All the while, this woman is shooting the video, just kind of laughing in her face. And it it makes me happy. Okay? All right. Make sure we get this. Full glory. Okay. On your mark. It's set. Sound is good. Go.
2: Oh, God. No. It's uh, cute. Excuse, it's cute. Uh-uh. Now you are. Oh, my God. You're, oh, my God. Uh, uh, do you see this? Oh, my God. I'm no, I never thought nothing like this would happen to me. She just tried to run and hit me. And now she... Did you see her?
0: Okay. You saw her, right? Okay, so... The whole thing about... Oh, my God! What, wait, wait, huh? Wait, huh? She tried to hit me. And then this lady, this this chick, has this realization that that was all on camera. And she ha- she drops down. She gets into a low squat with her head in her hands. No, I didn't try to... She's trying to... Uh, say she didn't and well we all saw it yes she did and so this this uh this continues man oh man
2: they all saw her oh my god karen had a breakdown she tried to hit me ask your workers she tried to hit me Uh she tried to hit me now i want security for you oh my god oh my god can you I, don't charge me. Please, please, oh, don't. you want to? Oh, yeah. No! Wow. I'm
0: scared
2: to even approach oh y'all. My God, my please, please, please. Wow. You're scaring me. Like, you're going to go post No.
1: Oh,
2: my God. Don't, don't. don't.
0: So all the other customers no, are I waving walk
2: away from me no i was here no 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 we're not doing this okay why don't i walk away everybody else
0: is saying why don't you just walk away from her and she's like oh fuck that i'm just gonna sh-. she's okay if i'm this lady with the camera what a position of power to be in knowing you got her and she's and if, if you're getting that strong of a reaction from just standing there narrating smiling at this stupid bitch who lost her mind and tried to hit you we all saw it i mean fuck this is awesome oh uh who knows why she uh why she went after her but we all know she
2: did why don't she get away from me she could get away (laughs) go wherever you want to go this
1: is crazy
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay watch this this, she's going to act like she's going to faint, but she prepares herself to fall. <laughs> then she goes down. She's acting like she's unconscious. <laughs> Look at her. Look at this. This grown woman is shaking and writhing on the ground, on the floor of Victoria's Secret. Wow. Oh, my God.
2: I ain't saying I'm threatening you, so I'm recording to protect myself. No!
0: Get the phone away! Get, her phone away! Please! get the phone away! Please. Get her phone away! She's she's like she's like pleading with people to help her make this lady get out of there and get, put her phone away, and she's like, "Fuck, fuck you! I'm not." No way. Get her phone away!
2: Get her
0: phone away! Wow. No! Ladies in her thirties, stomping her feet. Yeah. Now crazy at this lady. point, she like charges. She
2: attacked me and try her. You ca- And
0: she looks to have some heft to her. I. I mean, I wouldn't. This. This. This blonde crazy lady. You know. I. She's. Uh. She's a little thick. She might be able to actually do some damage.
2: Oh, y'all better get this lady. <laughs> Get her me! You got yes, to, that water. That get security? <laughs> get that water. Get security. Water. Look at this!
1: Yes, can you get, get her away from me? me. Get her shit. away from me! Wow!
0: <laughs> this lady's laughing. I get love this lady. Away from me. Wow! Yes! Oh! Uh, Dirk says you need the audio of Madison screaming in the car. Yeah. Uh, I think Madison was at age one or whatever was more mature than this lady. Holy shit. Oh. Wow. Alexis uh, says she should have sucker punched her like the cop did to the woman in Walmart. Recording lady needs a phone call. I did try to find her. Uh, Dad hit her. She's loud. Um, That audio from when Madison was freaking out in the car is going to manifest. It's going to show up sometime on the lost Zane recordings. And I can't wait for that. And when you all hear that, because I don't listen to the Lost Zane recordings, I curate the audio, I produce it, I post it, but I don't listen to it. I don't want to listen to it. Um, if you stumble upon that moment, because there was a moment when Ben took all, all those uh, uh, old drops and, and introduced them to the show again. Uh, if you happen to hear that, please let me know because I've been trying to get that, that clip of uh, my when Madison was one at the time or two or three. I don't know how old she was. Uh, couldn't have been one. It was 04 when it happened. 04 or 05. Okay, so she's probably two or three. Man. Uh, Jason says, lady recording is just as much the problem as the crazy lady flopping on the floor. I don't agree with that at all. Maze, do you have to be dumb in everything that you say? What are you talking about? She didn't do anything wrong. So so you're telling me, Maze, are you telling me that the antagonizing is the problem here? You realize that that lady walked up to her and tried to slug her, the crazy lady. If that's the case, why why would you ever not have the camera? You want to have a documentation of this lady's horrible behavior. So, you know, I understand you're all uh what I don't know what the hell you're where you're coming from, but uh, uh I hate to say it, but you're 1 million percent wrong. Come on. Uh there are more parts to that exchange. A lady recording lost her TikTok account because of that video. Says David. Alexis says thanks to uh, thanks Thanks be to the lady recording the temper tantrum. I'll send her a a Victoria's Secret gift card and thank you. (laughs) Michael says... (laughs) Michael says that Mays is blaming her because she sounds black. What the fuck? (laughs) Come on. Now that's ridiculous. You can't say that about Mays. That's horse shit, Michael. Someone says they're both Karen's. Just one is polite, Karen, and the other is a mess. I don't know, man. I don't have a problem with anybody recording somebody when they're acting like an idiot. No, I don't think that that, uh, that qualifies at all. Lisa says she has some mental health issues for sure. PTSD or something. I have no idea. Uh, Referring to Madison. Is that when Jackie said, dad, hit her. She's loud. Yes. Uh, That person says that dude's name, Eric. WTF oh boy that's rough yeah that guy who wrote they're both Karens just one is polite and the other one is a mess you got a horrible name it's uh it's the n-word and the f-word uh like upside down and backwards yeah that's that's rough I'm gonna put you in timeout everybody's indicting poor Mays now kent says yeah well Mays is from the ionia area come on now a guy whose name is n-word f f-word n-word uh f-word rhymes with bagot uh, is there any way possibly you can change your handle uh Mays continues down stupid avenue with the recording just adds to the drama which is why I said she is just as much of the problem she's not just as much of the problem okay quit saying that the fact of the matter is this lady was aggressively going after the lady with the camera you would do the same thing it doesn't matter if the chick who's going after the lady with the camera is acting like an asshole and be and freaking out you can still record if you're if everything is going haywire she's protecting herself there is no there is nothing i would do the same thing you would do the same thing if you've got nothing but a camera to protect yourself especially a black person if you're a black person you want that fucking shit documented she didn't have the camera she'd probably get shot in the face jeez So don't give me that shit, Mays. You may be a good friend and a sponsor of this show, but you're way out of line. Okay? By the way, this dumb bitch is getting canceled. Oh, I just closed it down. I shouldn't have done that. Uh, Victoria's secret Karen. Now <laughs> All these. Um, um, the internet sleuths have identified her. By the way, um, officers who responded to the scene have shed more light on what they say happened when the cops showed up on Saturday. Uh, The police say it was actually this so-called Karen who initially called the cops and whom the officers first spoke with upon arriving at the store in the Short Hills Mall. I don't know where that is. They explained that this woman told them she was having a panic attack due to the other woman who's recording her, which she apparently thought would lead to her losing her job. That's why she was freaking out. So the lady was acting like an asshole. And then the lady said, oh, well, fuck, I'm going to record this. And then she went bonkers. The cops then spoke to the lady whose name is something fantastic. Uh, Leoma Yukenta. She sounds like a world-class Kenyan runner. The cops then spoke to Yukenta, who said they told who they say told them she was recording to protect herself from false accusations, and then went on to ask the officers to remove the Karen, which the cops refused to do, as they say there was no legal precedent. To, yeah, there's a legal precedent. She look at her; she's throwing herself on the ground. You should have fucking stomped her. Uh, no precedent to do so based on the circumstances. What they say they did offer was a courtesy escort to you. They offered to escort the lady shooting the video out. Yeah, well, uh, hey, we're not going to do anything to this crazy white bitch, but uh, we'll gladly uh, escort you out of the premises. What? They also told her she could file a formal complaint if she wanted. Uh, one other important thing of note, although the cops say Uquenta claims the Karen lunged at her, they found no evidence anyone had actually been struck. Well, no, that maybe not, but we did see her charge at her. That's on the footage. You all saw that. Oh, my God. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All we need to know is this. This dumb white bitch is now ruined. There is no there is no uh, pulling out of this tailspin. Uh, the most dangerous weapon in the world today is the cell phone. So this crazy idiot is now uh, nose diving into the swamp. Uh, this is uh, this is not going to work. This is not going to work out positively. Um, a couple days later, the uh, cops say that Yukenta came in to complain about the officers themselves, and she was unhappy with how they handled the situation. It doesn't appear any paperwork's been filed against anyone at this point, so the uh, so say the cops. Anyway, the department finishes by saying that for now they don't think their officers did anything wrong and believe they acted professionally to defuse things. They said an internal investigation is underway to get to the bottom of it and see if any punishment is uh, warranted. We need another. We need more footage of this idiot acting like a jackass. A representative for the Essex County Prosecutor's Office. I don't know if that's Pennsylvania. Tells TMZ an investigation is underway over this to determine if any laws were broken. Apparently, there's another video that shows you, you Kenta talking to the cops who didn't seem too concerned, supposedly telling her they couldn't remove the carry if she didn't want to leave them mall. Wow. Shoot. When are people going to learn? You cannot freak out like that. Jason Schaefer with the stupid dad joke. N-word, F-word rhymes with bagot is back. Yeah. Uh, he wrote LMAO. Yeah, I, I, I want you to enjoy the show. It's just that that's a horrible username. I mean, you, uh, LMAO reporting username because you ain't for freedom of speech tells a lot about y'all. Well, it's just, I mean, who does that? If, I mean, uh, we, we would want nothing more than you to participate with the show. N-word, uh, F-word. I would have to refer to you as N-word. Uh, d- don't worry, Stevie, I'm going to get rid of him. I would have to refer to you only when you want to contribute to the show as N-word, F-word rhymes with baguette, And, you know, this show is... Um, <clears throat> But since you, I gave you an opportunity to turn it around, and I, 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 can't, I can't allow you to do that. So I'm gonna have to block you. I got a wonderful group of uh, accepting people here who love nothing more than to, look you. And now you're calling it a lame show. You, you were enjoying the show, and just because we don't like your horrible name, N-word, F-word rhymes with baguette. Uh, now you have to. Um, say terrible things about the show so unfortunately i'm gonna have to block you you can't do that nobody here i mean everybody here gives each other shit here but at the same time um yeah that's just that's just not gonna fly so you're now blocked okay so that's that you could have been you could have been part of the show you you were you were adding nice things and contributing to the conversation Dirk says, says, oh, God. Eric, your argument is off. Uh, She, I'm assuming he means the woman who uh, is recording. She is the problem because she didn't just record it. She posted it. Well, of course, that's what you do, Dirk. And you would do the same thing. If someone is treating you like shit and you have the power to not only diffuse the situation or get them away from you, but you can get some redemption, some a pound of flesh. The the, the chick losing her mind didn't give the lady recording a break. So you take no quarter in this scenario. All right? So no. Uh, it is your duty. To expose these people for the animals that they are. I encourage this behavior. If someone is treating you like shit and you have the opportunity to get that documented and show the world, you must out them. You must out this terrible behavior. That is the appropriate response, in my opinion. Dirk follows up with no i'd recognize that someone is having some sort of mental breakdown and have some class about it record to protect myself and then offer it to the cops if they want it well that's that's a hypocritical horseshit thing for you to say because on this show many many times many many times we have talked about this behavior being documented over and over and over again And if you on every one of those had said, hold on, hold on, we must respect the mental breakdown, then perhaps I would understand where you're coming from. But in this particular case, just because she happens to really lose her mind and act like an idiot, you're being all uh, fucking bleeding hard about it and says, we must protect the ill. We must protect the ill. Jason Schaefer says, yeah, Dirk, except it wasn't a breakdown. It was fake and attention seeking. I'm so glad Schaefer's here to try to talk a dumb shit like Dirk off the ledge. Nicholas writes, if you're going to act like an idiot to make yourself look like the victim after assaulting someone, I'm going to post that shit too. I'm so glad some intelligent people are in this room, unlike stupid fuck Dirk. Chris writes, childish, moronic behavior, not a mental breakdown. Alexis says, playing the victim. Dirk, you're on your own. You're going to die on this hill today, you dumb bastard. Uh, Stevie says, Dirk, that breakdown seems like BS to me. Dirk says, I'm hypocritical. You're all woke and shit. So you're telling me you support the... Hey, everybody. Dirk is, is alone supporting the white Karen. All right, that's what we need to know. That's what we need. Everybody knows that Dirk is in supporting of Victoria's Secret. Karen, even oh my God, everybody is kicking your ass, Dirk. Your fight's not with me. Your fight is with this this plethora of people who are just taking your face and rubbing it and shit. Eat this shit. Eat shit. How's that taste? (laughs) Mark great. Suck it. Dirk. Kenny says she acted like that in a public place. That's on her. Dirk says, I'm not supporting the Karen's behavior. I'm saying the moron with the camera. Why is she a moron? Why is she a moron? Dirk with the camera. Didn't need to share the video. She absolutely needed to share the video. What are you talking about? How do you think this is ever going to stop? Tyler says Dirk should be asshole of the day for backing Karen. Come on, Dirk, you dumb dick. What are you doing? God. It's like he is uh, this is what Dirk wakes up and goes, okay, so what can I be on the wrong side of today? Huh. Kenny says everybody shares videos. Who cares? The Karen should have been a f- the, the Karen should have been a fucking Karen. I think he, that might be a typo. I don't know. Joey says Dirk's dying on a hill made of ants. And Kenny says Dirk is early lead candidate for asshole of the day. Jason says nah, that doesn't rise to asshole of the day status. I I I agree. I agree with that. But uh. Come on, man. Why is it always? Why do you always do that? It must get fucking exhausting to be you. Huh? Jesus. It's bad enough that you got that haircut. (laughs) Wait, what? Okay, everybody breathe. That is victorious secret Karen. And, um, Hold on. Let me do a quick internet search here. Victoria. Shit. I can't type. Karen. Fired. Aha. Abigail. Elphick. Boy, man, the internet is just takes no prisoners. Who is Abigail Elphick, New Jersey, Victoria's Secret, Karen, fake tears after trying to hit woman? Let's see here. Hold on. I need more info on her. Who is she? Um, oh no. She is a teacher's aide in uh, at a school in Cedar Grove, New Jersey. People have started a letter writing campaign trying to get her fired. <laughs> oh boy. Oh no. Um, yeah, like they're, they're like calling the school saying, and then like outing her. So she's, I, now I don't think she should be fired. I don't know. What do you guys think? Should she be fired for this? Do you think she should lose her job? I mean, the internet is the wild, wild West. If your behavior is seen on TV and let's say you run a school, let's say you're the principal or the superintendent of this school. And she is front and center to the world. How do you approach this at this point? Teachers say that it was recorded trying to assault a woman at Short Hills Mall in New Jersey. Video begins. Well, it talks about blah, 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 Um, Basically covers what I already uh, covered. Um. Hmm. People are Demanding. Her termination from the school where she teaches. Where she teaches. One person tweeted, um, Terminate Abigail Elphick from Cedar Grove High School in Essex County, New Jersey. Elphick is, uh, I don't know what T.A. It says T.A. means. And has attacked a, uh, uh, it says a black Muslim woman on video. Yeah, I don't know if necessarily you can throw race into this. That's a thing. Everybody's. I mean, because the woman holding the phone is black, I don't think that makes a difference. Unless there was some racist shit that she screamed uh, during that whole thing. All right? Horrible behavior, yes. But I don't, I don't know anything about a, a, a race-related, okay? Other than the woman holding the phone happened to be black. Um. This person says, this is not funny at all. I am truly terrified. Shit like this gets black folks killed. Ruin this woman's life. One said, I'll retweet this video six million times if I could. Uh, Hashtag Abigail Elphick deserves public scrutiny for how she acted. Well, I agree with that. She thought her white tears would get the lady filming in trouble. Cry me a river and miss me with that. Hmm. The woman behind the uh, camera... Leoma Ukenta has started a GoFundMe fundraiser titled, Help Me Defend Myself Against Karen. Mm, I don't know. The description of the fundraiser reads, I am a black Muslima. I've, that's a term I've never seen. M-U-S-L-I-M-A-H. Nigerian AM. Oh, African-American, right? Is that African Muslim? I don't know and i was treated like it was 1920 in short hills mall i was assaulted and harassed by a white woman and nothing was done by security nor the police i'm looking to hire an excellent attorney who can help bring light to this wrong all videos and updates on this situation are on my youtube channel mama african muslim muslima i don't even know if i'm saying that right i was kicked off uh tiktok for posting what happened to me and they let someone else post and get millions and millions of views. However, they deleted two of, my, two of my accounts. One that I have from my garden, which was my original account, and another one that I created after they deleted my main account. I have been wronged. Abigail Elphick, Karen in my videos, Short Hills Mall Security, Milburn Police Department, and most of all humanity, please help me. The page has raised $21,249 of the $20,000 goal. So now it's a race issue. By the way, it's up to $75,413. Wow. Oh, TA is teacher's assistant? Is that right? I don't know. Uh, Thank you, Kenny. She's acting more like a kindergarten student than a teacher. Yeah, race seems to be irrelevant in this case. Well, yeah, as of right now. uh, Right now, uh, race is irrelevant. And it seems like they're making it to be relevant, you know? I mean, all all kidding aside, um, I mean, whether or not this chick is going to get fired, I don't know. I would think possibly because that's just horrible behavior i mean there there has to be a long discussion about that but the whole business about bringing race into it i mean i would need to see some proof before i'm going to throw that out there you know uh jason says although the chick was out of control i kind of side with dirk only on the fact that the recording lady was instigating during the recording she had the opportunity to walk away she doesn't have to walk away why would she yeah jason now come on dirk's convict convincing you to be an idiot. She had the opportunity to walk away, but the desire to go viral was stronger. We don't know that. You don't know that. There is no way. You're telling me, Schaefer, that you're in the woman shooting the video's brain going, oh, yeah, she's, she's recording this to go viral. That's bullshit. There's no way you could possibly say that. That video wasn't being taken for protection. We all know it. I, it doesn't matter if you're put in that position. Okay, and someone's treating you like shit and you know that you can get a strong reaction out of them and gets. I mean, if you want a pound of flesh and all you got to do is hold up your phone, you're you're damn well going to do it. I know I would. And so would you. That video wasn't being taken for protection. We all know it. Ah, bullshit. That's just as much BS as crazy ladies behavior. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Dirk says it's just like if you have a concealed firearm, you have the right to stand in a position that could bring harm, but you also have the ability to walk away to de-escalate. How about we just focus on just what's at hand here? I, I you, Dirk uh, is uh, is is really skill that always trying to murky up waters, you know, he'll uh, Dirk when you're having a discussion with Dirk and I've been through this before. He's the warp fuck who, well, he'll throw something at you and then he'll get soundly defeated in 99% of those arguments and then while he's getting his ass kicked, he'll start to bring in like different layers and variables and and, and murky up the water. And then forget his original point he made. So then you'd basically just have to go and you're rubbing him in uh, different piles of shit. You rub him in the first pile of shit. And then that one doesn't work. So he moves to the next one. And, and then and then you rub him in the next one. And then you, the whole day you rub his face in shit. That's all. It's very, very methodical. If you could see some of the text conversations I've had with this moron. And he's... okay. Dirk's driving everybody cuckoo today. Kenny says, that that's not even apples to oranges. That's more like apples to bananas. Yeah, it's just like if... These are Dirk's famous last words. Yeah, it's the same thing if... It's also just like it if... Shut up! That's it. You're getting a timeout. That's it. Enjoy the... Eat this, Dirk. Yeah, there you go. Enjoy 300 seconds, you fucking moron. Oh, <laughs> How you like them apples? How you like them apples? Oh, that's great. Dirk Lee blocked for five minutes. Yes. I love the block. Yeah, blocked. Blo- App State, blocked. Blocked. Lloyd Carr. Oh, no, Abstain. Blocked. It isn't often that armies of people kick his ass. And Kenny's even in on the ass. Kenny, how does it feel to be on the winning team? We are crossing the finish line. Andrea says, how about this? Both women are assholes negative the The woman shooting the video is not an asshole and you're an asshole for suggesting it Ah. Josh says I went full Dikembe Mutombo uh 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 uh, uh. Mark says, let's see what side Meathead is on. I will bring him in momentarily and ask him. If you have a question for dad, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. All right. Get some merch. It's at EricZaneShow.com. Support the show. Thank you if you've bought a t shirt in the past. Always time for a new t shirt ericsaintshow.com click merch and the open of the show and the live stream brought to you by van dyke mortgage 231-332-6505 for mario flores and his amazing team making dreams come true not everybody who does mortgages for people is created equal some of the usual suspects only want someone who can buy a very very expensive house uh the good ones are the ones that work extra hard for everyone. So if you're a first-time mortgage person or maybe you've got an issue with bankruptcy credit, uh, call upon Mario. That's not to say that all he's doing is buying people freaking trailers in trailer parks. He he can more, he's more than uh, he has his fair share of people that um, uh, have amazing credit scores, but he opens the doors up to everybody. A lot of times if you're a person who's you know kind of in the dumper with your credit score, uh, the mortgage guy is going to be like, I think, you should, I think you need to go to someplace else. They don't want to deal with you. Okay? Uh, Mario makes sure that everybody is catered to because he knows that after they get on their feet, they're going to get another mortgage at a better rate, and they're going to come to him. Reach out to Mario today, 231-332-6505. Anywhere in the USA, you can get this done with the exception of Maine, South Carolina, Hawaii, and Alaska. Okay. We're getting closer to our uh, paintball party coming up at TC Paintball. Boy, I just had a terrible feeling. Uh, We might have to reschedule our paintball party. Because I've got it set for August 8th. And that is smack dab uh, right at the end of... uh, I might be able to do it. I don't know. I got to double check with Rick. Either way, uh, the next paintball war, paintball war number 15. The unnamed paintball war is happening very, very soon. If you want in, reach out to me, Eric, at ericsaintshow.com, and we're going to make that happen. I've got the RSVPs. We may have our biggest event of all time. We're getting very, very close. 35 bucks is all it's going to cost you. You get the paint. You get the uh, mask. You get the gun. TC uh, tcpaintball.com, and if you want to book your own party, tcpaintballgr.com in beautiful uh, grand rapids michigan so thank you to them for being a key sponsor of the show for a long time rick by the way thank you for letting me borrow your uh, cornhole boards that you borrowed that you bought from my friends at cornhole america thank you so much all right another rip-roaring edition of dear meathead is at hand brought to you by jm synthetics online at jmsynthetics.com let's bring in my dad for another edition of dear meathead okay hello son dad how you doing never better you sound great
1: (laughs) so do you for being all alone by yourself and a dog
0: yeah that uh diana and kevin are gonna leave uh, a little bit later today so they're still here. no they're actually leaving today uh so yeah there's that
1: oh i thought you all by yourself oh my god the poor guy is all by himself
0: well no not yeah i mean madison's still here too
1: okay you know there's and i and i got
0: and i got the dogs you know i got the four dogs yeah, that's, uh, that's a plus, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, Dad, uh, let, let's do a little review. You remember the name? Which one's your favorite? What is the name of the favorite dog? O'Neill. Yes. Now, do you remember the little one who looks like a little devil? Bruce. Bruce. Yes, yes. And then, <laughs> okay, so two for two. And then there's also one with one eye. Do you remember I him? I do not know that one. <laughs> that's Benny. Benny? Benny. Yeah,
1: Joanne just said Benny. She's is, she is so sharp. I'll tell you what. She's got God's given brain. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a super duper God given brain.
0: She's got God. Okay, let me write this down. She's got God's given brain.
1: Yes. <laughs> super brain. Don't forget the word super. Oh, my.
0: That is awesome. Well, uh, I've got a number of people that want to weigh in with questions for Dear Meathead. Yeah, I'd
1: like to hear from them. They're good people.
0: As always, as always. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's see here. Where can I begin? Uh, Dear Meathead, what are your thoughts on competitive eating? Have you ever seen those uh, things where people eat, like, way too much food and try to eat a ton of food in a short amount of time? Like the, uh, like the hot dog eating championship and stuff like that? I, I haven't seen them, but I have heard of them. Okay, so these people eat like 50, 60, 70 hot dogs in just a few minutes. So what do you well, think about people that do that, Dad?
1: What do I think of them? Yeah,
0: is it gross? Is it good? Is it bad?
1: I think medically it's a definitely the wrong thing to do. Because the body can only absorb so much at one given time. They eat 10 or 15 hot dogs. Or 15, that's a nothing compared to what they do.
0: Yeah, they eat like 50, 60, 70 hot dogs.
1: I really wonder about what the longevity is of how long they're going to survive. Because the body can only absorb so much food. And digest like a machine how much can you feed into a machine at one given time and expect a good results
0: you know i don't know if these crazy people if they finish the eating and then throw it all up that can't be good if they do right
1: that's sickening that is dangerous to the mentality i mean to the body's uh, function
0: uh, yeah absolutely that's my
1: thinking i don't know
0: i think it's horrible i i i can't stand it I, it bothers I agree 100% me
1: 100 percent with you
0: uh word on the street is that my brother your son norman is going to visit you this weekend he's, he's going where is it he says here I, I i'm looking at a comment he made that he's going to visit you this weekend have you heard about this no. Well, he better tell you. Uh, he told me. I don't know what the hell he's doing.
1: We ain't answering the door, I think. If he's coming, we no. not telling. Come on. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think he's. he just said, because I, uh, I, I wrote it on Facebook that I was going to be talking to you. And he wrote, hey, I'm going to go visit him this weekend. Been long overdue. I'm like, well, you should tell him.
1: I know nothing
0: about it. Okay. Well, I'm sure he's going to call you today i'm not gonna tell him that i already know that okay yeah keep it a secret okay dad okay dad i got this one i got a friend of mine named ben who i used to work with on the radio and he and he is uh he's living with a young lady and they've got a, a great relationship and uh so they coexist now everybody's telling him he needs to get married and he's like well what do i need to get married for i mean we're living together it's the same thing so why should i get married what do you have for advice uh for someone who's going through that
1: first of all what does it have to do with anybody else's thinking to what they're
0: doing (laughs) so are you saying yeah people need to mind their business their own business if that's what they'd like to do that's what they'd like to do now but but I think but, that the, I think the lady would love to get married I think the lady in this relationship would really like a ring on her finger I cannot understand that particular part of it
1: that how couple live together for a long long time and do not commit themselves a marriage is a permanent commitment That hot or cold, right or wrong, you're going to be together. You deal with your problems together. You share things together. And you actually, even sometimes up to a point, they tolerate each other because you can't live with somebody for 100 years and not have an argument or a a hard feeling or something because a hard feeling you have when you apologize and all that, it goes away. We learn from our mistakes,
0: okay, so uh but, should he get married or not? they ought to get, they should get married
1: okay to, to live like that, you don't have a permanent commitment
0: all right yeah i would I would think that uh you know i mean I, for for the sake of the relationship with the other with the other lady involved, I mean my god i I would just be I'd be worried yeah. that you'd make her feel bad.
1: I also hear that people, when they do that, they even, you know, the woman just pregnant and bear a child. Now
0: what? Oh, you mean like before marriage? Before marriage. Oh, yeah. I don't think that. How so many that...
1: people get married. I mean, they, they get uh, together and they have a child. Yeah. Then you're not mean... married. They have no commitment. And I've seen one case: the guy left.
0: Uh, okay and yeah that, it a
1: baby and left
0: that does happen you don't want to be leaving bastards all around the united states
1: i mean that's ridiculous and what does a child when he grows up and hears you know, about what happen? let's say that they never get married after that yeah now what is he what is kid gonna do
0: yeah just quit being a wimp and go get married that's what you need to do just go yeah. get married a and that's father, you know okay the last thing you want to do is sit there and wait, and then maybe the girl freaks out and says, that's it, I'm leaving you.
1: Hey, I never see good coming out of that particular scenario.
0: All right, Dad. Josh writes this. Uh, did you happen to see the about, hear about the malfunctioning carnival ride in Traverse City? Did you see that video, Dad?
1: No, I have not. I did. Joanne said she saw it
0: yeah the uh you know the, uh, the the people at the carnival get on the ride and then the thing breaks down and it almost tips over and everybody freaks out and screaming and a bunch of people run there and try to grab onto it and keep it from uh, crashing what are your thoughts he writes about carnival rides
1: well often enough i, I hear these things <clears throat> i'm not really uh, people do crazy things <laughs> they're like uh Oh, we're going This is an adventure. Well, a carnival that is not a secure situation is not a good thing.
0: Okay, let me write this down. A carnival that is not a secure situation is not a good thing.
1: No, it, it, it's an adventure. Like, oh yeah, let's do it. It's exciting. Hell, they don't even realize what dangerous are, uh, dangers are out there because often enough something like that that is governed and controlled is governed and controlled situations.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Okay. Everybody gets on a bandwagon of doing something dumb.
0: So wait a minute, we're talking carnivals and government-controlled situations?
1: Even a carnival that is not controlled is a dangerous thing. Okay.
0: All right, I, man, there's a lot going on here. Even a carnival is a dangerous thing.
1: If it's not controlled.
0: Yes. All right.
1: I mean, it's got to be supervised. It's got to be uh, taken care of with a little bit of uh, intelligence. I mean, not a whole lot of intelligence to control that, but it's, it's a big situation and it requires quite a bit of yeah. Uh, not ignorance but intelligence
0: say no to ignorance say yes to intelligence absolutely okay garrett writes this dear meathead should should pedophiles be allowed to have a podcast and pretend that they are normal or should we just put them on an island
1: (laughs) why this island has taken off (laughs) yeah No, a a, a pedophile is a pedophile. He he don't harm anything but himself. (laughs) You know, as far as I'm concerned. Because a pedophile needs another person to accept what his pedophility is. (laughs) I will not accept it. I kick him to the curbside. I say, go mind your own business. Don't preach to me. I don't want to be no part of it
0: that's uh that is an unusual take dad i i gotta admit i i I didn't know where that was going to go and i'm i'm glad you put it in the words that you did a pedophile (laughs) needs someone to accept his pedophilia yeah
1: (laughs) i mean you see something dumb uh, pedophilers uh playing out there and what are you what are you going to think about it yeah i I think i i think i should do that
0: yeah you're right dad that is uh that is incredible.
1: I mean, I have a, I have a brain. It tells me some things. Often enough is intelligence. No. Often enough, I'm just as screwy as
0: the other person. Now, now, uh, now, now, what he's referring to is not. Uh, I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea. He's referring to uh, uh, someone else who has a podcast and is in fact a pet of. This is a real person is in no, fact no, no, a pedophile. I'm not going that route. Right, he's not talking about me, he's talking about another, another no, person. No, 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 you're, you're
1: running a decent show, and, a, yeah. and occasionally I understand you have a sense of humor in there, and
0: that's a right. good thing. I am not a pedophile, this other you're person not a pedophile, yes, is a pedophile, no. he, he is, and he's lying about it, that's a true thing. Hey, if you really
1: were really a pedophile, I just have to kick you
0: occasionally yeah, to the curb. You would not. You would occasionally kick me to the curb if I was a pedophile.
1: Yeah, it depends on how serious your pedophilery is. Well, uh, yeah, I, th- I think
0: it's always pretty serious. I don't think there's only a, uh, a just a little bit of a problematic pedophile. I think if you're a pedophile, it's all or nothing. You're either. Right. I think it's. I I agree. I think if you had to choose between a murderer or a pedophile, I think I would choose to be a murderer instead. (laughs) You're really going down the road, man. Pedophiles are bad. (laughs) They're probably the worst.
1: Okay. I think neither one of them is going to be something I want to be reaching for it
0: all right dad let me uh, let me talk about about this we had uh talked on the podcast just before you got on about a uh uh, there was a interaction that just happened it actually really happened at a store where some lady was acting like an idiot and she went to go slug a lady and the lady who was about to get slugged took her cell phone and started recording the aggressive woman okay so this woman is being real aggressive and then the woman who was the victim took out her phone and said all right i'm going to record your terrible behavior well the woman who was aggressive realized she was being recorded and she threw herself on the ground and started crying and acting like she it was the end of the world okay who's right in this scenario the aggressive woman or the one shooting the video
1: well they both have got an issue uh I I don't see what People are really thinking of When there are aggressors Or anybody I mean for women, men, children Aggression is an anger Do you agree with me on that? Yes,
0: uh, in fact I'm writing that down Aggression is an anger An
1: anger Now the woman that is for instance aggressor, Aggressor Has an anger somewhere it doesn't have anything to do with the opposite of the person, but the person that is opposing that shouldn't even get involved in that. Hey, if if I am out in a store and something like this is happening, I just have to let the two people deal with their own issues.
0: Okay, so you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't like if they if if she started coming at you, you wouldn't record it or anything like that. No. Okay. I mean, what for? I think the lady recording it wanted it documented, to, yes. uh, in order to protect herself.
1: What it, all she's got to do is walk away from it, and that's a protection enough, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah, I think I think she was worried that the lady was going to follow her and keep harassing her and and, and things like sure.
1: that. Sure, here's a little uh, issue. I have issue about not an issue. They, this is a factual thing that a little guy somehow or other started watching a big guy doing something to someone else that was all aggression he decided to get involved in that now he's a little guy this big guy can eat him up and spit him out twice yeah what is he what is this other guy got to do I mean, what is it up to him to get out there and get involved when he knows he's going to get his butt kicked out to the hell high heaven by the other guy?
0: So let me get this straight. Uh, big guy, little guy, eat them twice. And, uh,
1: um, yeah, he can eat it twice. The big guy can really make his peanut butter sandwich out of him. But the other guy they, they decided to get involved in yeah. and, and other couples. Yeah. Problem.
0: Dad, Dad, have you had breakfast yet today? Because it sounds like you're hungry.
1: <laughs> no, I haven't had breakfast yet. Yeah, I had uh, it yesterday, and I'm going to have it today. Okay. But you see, I often think about this. Uh, I mean, I was a tough guy. Yeah.
0: Okay. You, you do know that. Right. Right. Of course you do. Yep, of course you are. It doesn't occur anymore. No. All right. Okay.
1: All right. Now, I'll bring you a little example. Now, I really have to. Some people were having a lot of fireworks, you know, and a lot of that fell on my house. And I'm, I'm afraid of that to set my roof and all that on fire. I mean, it's, I wasn't even home. I was up north.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And then I come home. I seen all this trash is all over the place. And then I looked up the roof, I saw this big black spot. Well, knowing the source that this was happening, I come with the person and I said, you know, I just don't appreciate what you did. Uh, and he come up there and I gathered all of the, the debris that they, uh, not all of them, some of them. I mean, they were a pretty dangerous type of thing that they could set something on fire.
0: Okay, yeah. All right. People don't realize that.
1: And, you know, and the guy said, uh, well, uh, we had visitors and they were doing that. And yet I found out for another source that uh, the, he was part of it himself. Yeah. Are you... He he's whitewashing himself, I... which is all right, because I checked things out. Nothing was wrong with my situation. But I had a lot of crap all over my place. I loved people to do these things in
0: a danger zone and try to get away with it yeah all right so what so what so where are you going with this dad i mean uh is, i mean I, I was talking about the lady shooting the video and you're talking about your your roof's got shit, uh, stuff on it
1: well i forgot what we're talking
0: <laughs> about <laughs> <laughs> okay well, i have a right to do that no no know. that's all good it's all good i just wanted to i just wanted to see what was up it right. us a lot. All right. It absolutely did. Well, okay. Um, I think we're good here. I got, uh, I'm going to double check. Make sure that, uh, I've got, uh, let's see, make sure I've got all my questions that are asked. Oh, wait a minute. I got one more here for you. Dean writes this, dear meathead, we are camping and our favorite things to do. Our favorite thing to do is, uh, to eat is eggs poached in bacon grease, Serve in any rights, serve sunny side up on a stack of pancakes. What is your favorite camping food besides raw hamburger? Please embellish Boring <laughs> Dean.
1: Raw hamburger is a tradition from where I was born and raised, it was lamb, it was lamb meat. Okay, uh, that's one of the most Used meat where, where I come from So When you grow up with something It becomes part of your makeup
0: Yeah so what's your favorite camping food?
1: Camping food? Yeah Actually there's one issue that I cannot respond to Is the fact that I eat anything that's put in front of me <laughs> Anything
0: Yes I've seen this
1: I have no preference I do not complain about my dinners my dinners are great, whatever it is, because it's actually right. feeding me to
0: be healthy. Right, right. But don't you have like a favorite, like, hey, I really want to have some fried fish, or oh, man, I could really go for, and then, you know, you have a, if you had a, a favorite thing you would eat when you're camping. My favorite
1: food is raw meat, and the way they make him raw, that is, it's a tradition from you, from an old country.
0: Camping? Camping? Uh, Wait a minute. If
1: I take it for camping, I'll eat it. Uh, if I put it in front of me, I'll eat it.
0: Uh, but I don't crave it. Okay, so uh, yeah, I don't recall uh, ever like sitting around up north by the fire and and uh, and. Dian- uh, because it's never made. Yeah, Diana's eating potato chips. I'm having uh, an iced tea, and, and you're eating raw meat.
1: Yeah. Well, if I have it
0: over there, I'll eat it. Yeah, here you've got some uh, marshmallows, graham crackers, chocolate, I'll eat it all. ham, hamburger. <laughs> hey,
1: a raw hamburger would be great. Oh. I buy, I buy. In fact, when I get a chance, when she, I'm all by myself, when Joanne is gone or so, I usually buy two pounds. I know. And yeah, I know. Days and and it is. I eat it at all. That's oh,
0: horrible, horrible. All right, okay. Well, I tell you what, you guys are the best. I love you, Dad, so much. Okay
1: all right okay and uh likewise enjoy your solitude when everyone's gone Uh, but then again look forward for them to come back and give you a hug
0: yeah i'm just happy that uh, kevin's leaving so that the toilet won't be ruined
1: yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah. oh my
0: god but he should be lucky to have you it's so bad i think he has three buttholes
1: Gosh, I, you're really going down to oh, the deep
0: end It's, it's horrible it's, it's one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life All Oh right. my gosh okay. I have to let them know about that Oh yeah, Definitely, <laughs> maybe a little help I don't know I...
1: Alright, you enjoy the day And whatever's left of it And I just welcome the fact That I have an opportunity to talk to you And I welcome the fact that You have so many good friends out there that uh, i can be part
0: of knowing oh that. they're wonderful dad thank you so much you guys are the best i'll talk to you soon okay okay god bless you god bless you too thanks bye audience Bye-bye. see ya there you go dear meathead brought to you by jm synthetics online at jmsynthetics.com the way to do it go go to the website pick out what you want in terms of AMS Oil products Uh, Heavy-duty car, truck, side-by-side, marine, you name it. Uh, The Lube Slinger can help you. And then call him, 616-747-0233, and say, Jason. Uh, First of all, uh, Zane says hi. Second of all, this is what I want. Or if you want, you can just order it from the website, but it helps him the most when you actually call him and uh, have a conversation with him. That's where he gets the most bang for his buck. So thank you. Mark writes, lamb, ram, and dog. Yeah, he did talk about the lamb. I thought he said ram. Lamb, ram, and dog. Uh, Kathy loves my dad. Uh, (laughs) Dean uh, heard his question asked, says, do extra push-ups. Can we address this Cardiff Electric? I think Cardiff Electric has something to do. Uh, I, well, I actually, I don't know what Cardiff Electric is in case you're uh, listening to the audio podcast. During the video podcast, um, Cardiff Electric uh, posted something nasty about your old pal <laughs> Eric Zane. You can hear, okay, wait a minute. What does it say? It's sad to see what happens to radio guys after getting fired from a third tier spells that wrong third tier market radio station with no ratings all right um and then uh the usual suspects started to let that person have it whoever was responsible for that you realize that this guys this this person is trying to get a reaction from you this is this we're doing the right thing if you get something like this And then he writes, you can hear the disappointment in the old man's voice. He wishes his son could have actually done something with his life. All right. Yeah, I don't, um, I think, I think this has something to do with. um, I don't think Cardiff electric is a thing. Uh, they're the ones who reached out to Sarah Rukruck Rutch and said, "You need to uh, not listen to Eric Zane." So this person, whoever this is, has been on a mission to try to do this. Uh, I th- this is all I know. Whenever I look at the "Who Are These Pod- uh, Podcast" Reddit page, there is uh, some connection to Stuttering John and Cardiff Electric, but I don't know what it is because I haven't I haven't followed enough, nor do I care. I just, I, I'm not that involved in it. Uh, let's see if I can get any any quick explanation. Uh, new low for the dabbler. Uh, OP's gone insane. Okay, look. Um, this is what, this is all I know on the who are these podcasts subreddit somebody was doing something silly and said this because they love making fun of stuttering john and after sarah told me that someone uh uh there you go it's he he writes hashtag stuttering john army so that has something to do something to do with john because somebody uh, uh uh posted a picture of john on a t-shirt and then it says cardiff electric so that's all i know it's one okay mark mark knows he's probably like from who are these podcasts thank you mark cardiff electric is one of john's twitter sock accounts oh okay all right i don't know maybe it is maybe it isn't i don't know i don't care um I just don't want the audience to be uh, derailed from what we're talking about here and then to give this guy any time of the day. But at the same time, I don't want to block Cardiff Electric because I want them to be able to see what we're talking about. Maybe one day they might be like, hey, this show isn't bad. <laughs> so, all right. So who knows what the hell is going on there? I don't want it to distract Nick says, Stuttering John doesn't have fans. He has memards who follow him. I, yeah, I have no idea. I have no problem with Stuttering John. I have no problem with any of those people. I have no problem with Stuttering John. I have no problem with Opie. Uh, whenever I talk about them, it's only meant to be a critique on who are these podcasts. I have any issues with those people whatsoever. Uh, Opie blocked me. I'm like, what the fuck are you blocking me for? I'm the only one who, uh, uh, hell, I, 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 I want you to do okay you're it i i, I want to help you for god's sake uh whenever i've criticized opie on a show it's been uh it's been like uh you know hey dude you're supposed to uh, listen to me i know what i'm talking about kenny says john john who's stuttering john the world famous stuttering john come on Uh, Sarah says they need to not DM your fans. That's downright rude. Oh, don't even worry about it. No big deal. A DM is doesn't, doesn't do anything. Who cares? Ben says Opie is washed up. Just look at all his beach videos. Hi-oh! Ben Glaze is in the house, ladies and gentlemen. My God! Okay, now this tells me that the show is, has a, a, uh, a high ceiling of awesomeness. Because that means Ben is enjoying this live while he's working. That means he is, he is he's choosing this show over what other things that he... Because he listens to a lot while he's doing his job. Okay? A lot! So the, the fact that he's listening to this live as it happens is huge. Ben, we are podcasting again this week. It's going to be awesome so much fun the ben and eric patreon podcast my god all right where are we all right i gotta focus uh my policy shop insurance Mypolicyshop.com. okay here's what you got brand new sponsor this is the third week on the show uh we're locked in for six months and uh this is another great local direct sponsor but um this works for you, you no matter where you are in the listening audience, no matter what state you are in, okay? No matter what state you are in, reach out to Frank Jude Fuss. Frank Jude Fuss, mypolicyshop.com. What exactly is this? He is an independent insurance broker. Now, specifically, like me, because I found out about Frank Because I buy my life insurance from the marketplace. I don't get it from an employer. I have to go and I have to purchase it. And every year there's open enrollment. That's when you need Frank. Right now there is a special enrollment period that is going on till the month of August. Okay. So you can take advantage of this now. All this is is that when it comes to getting an insurance policy, gone are the days when you go to the marketplace and you hunt and peck and you choose the right one and you think you're getting the right policy, but really you're not, and then the doctor doesn't take it, and then it's a shit show. Oh, my God. Forget all of that. This is a free service. I do this. I got a hold of Frank Fuss, and I said, how does this work? He goes, well... I get you an insurance policy, and then you pay for it, which is how you get insurance. Um, Most of the time, you get a government subsidy for part of the premium, probably like two-thirds of the premium, and you pay a little bit. The government pays a lot. They want you to have insurance. That is a tax subsidy that is set up. That's what the... Uh, insurance marketplace is okay so there's that so if you were buying insurance on yourself um, what you do is you pay a certain amount for your premium just like you would if you had a job the government pays for the rest if you earn a shit ton of money in your self-employment job you got to pay back what the government gave you as a subsidy most people don't hit that threshold if you don't then you're good to go you pay whatever it is you pay for your premium your share of the premium every single month that's what i did for year one year two though Uh, I didn't like my policy and I'm like, boy, I don't even know what to do. I found out about Frank. I go, Hey, what do I do? He goes, well, I'm going to get you a policy. Same thing, except I'm doing all of the heavy lifting. I go, how much does it cost? He goes, nothing. I go, what do you mean? Nothing. He says, no, no, no. The insurance companies pay me because I am getting you into their policies. That's what I get paid to put you into a policy. So I don't pay Frank a dime. So if you get your insurance from the marketplace, you have to do this. It's the best. You've got an insurance agent, a broker who's going to do everything for you. You don't do a thing. This guy works crazy hours and he busts his ass to make sure you get into the right policy. You have any questions about anything, you call him day or night, you reach out to him. You've got an an, uh, open uh, uh, pipeline to him for any information you need. You're going to love this guy. And then after I became a customer of his, I convinced him to become a sponsor of the show mypolicyshop.com now there's a handful of states that you work directly with frank if he's not licensed in that state he either gets licensed or he passes you off to another one of his fellow brokers okay again free service doesn't cost you a dime if you're uh if you're getting your insurance from the marketplace do this you're going to love frank 616-914-4070 Call or text 616-914-4070 my PolicyShop.com. uh he also works with medicare recipients you're getting ready to turn 65 you got a lot of questions man this is weird holy crap what do i do call upon frank could be a loved one of yours is turning 65 very soon they're going to be utilizing the medicare system frank is an expert in all of these things dental insurance you need that oh my god he's the best i do all this stuff with frank except for the medicare because i'm not yet 65 one day i will be i'm going to call upon frank Uh, if he's not too old or dead, Uh, 616-914-4070. Mypolicyshop.com. I love this. I love this so much, and you will too. Thank you so much, Frank, for being part of this show. All right. I need to get to the list of shows at Back Alley Comedy Club. Um, Let's see. Back Alley Comedy Club shows coming up at Back Alley Comedy Club. (sighs) Awesome. First off, tomorrow, comedian Jordan Garnett, Back Alley Comedy Club, Spectrum Lanes. Gary Owen, August 5th, just got signed. He's going to be at Back Alley Comedy Club in Muskegon. August 7th, he's still in town for Spectrum Lanes. Even more shows are coming to town. My gosh, that whole weekend, Gary Owen is appearing. John Heffron and John Reap. That's how we roll tour. Back Alley Comedy Club, Muskegon, part of Sherman Bowling Center. Saturday, August 28th. Billy Wayne Davis in town. That is Thursday, September 6th, uh, 16th, Spectrum Lanes in Wyoming. Ryan O'Flanagan is going to be in town September 16th through the 18th. Craig Shoemaker coming to town. Billy's Lounge, also Spectrum Lanes, uh, Muskegon Bowling Center. Uh, and uh, my God, just a t- Tommy Davidson now for a whole weekend. Oh my God, two shows. We got Sunday, Tommy Davidson, Sunday, October 17th. That's awesome. Holy crap. Shane Smith, banned from Karate Tour in the fall. Comedian Matt Bronger just announced. All at backalleycomedyclub.com. I'm going to list all of the events in the show notes of this podcast being booked. At Back Alley Comedy Club with now, uh, my God, uh, various spots throughout West Michigan. Uh, That is just awesome. Thank you to Back Alley Comedy Club. In fact, I have free tickets to give away for Jordan Garnett. Uh, I have three more four packs, actually four more four packs to give away for this show tomorrow. If you want to go see Jordan Garnett tomorrow, all you have to do is reach out to me. Eric at com. I will put you on the guest list for you and three of your friends, okay? That is tomorrow Back alley comedy club Spectrum Lanes in Wyoming, Michigan. For Jordan Garnett. Kevin Kuiper is going to be there with him and his friends. He reached out and said, "I'm going. You can go too. Eric at EricZaneshow.com for Back alley Comedy Club. Fantastic. Joey says Spectrum Lanes is a hot spot these days. Heck yeah, man. Nice. All right. numerous uh fights going on right now on the live stream (laughs) cardiff (laughs) writes i'm having a garage sale in michigan sunday can i be a sponsor on the show hey you know what money's green and i'll take anything absolutely so if you think that You snarkily letting me have it is going to make me go, ah, yeah, let's get buttered and yell and scream. I, I don't care. As long as you're in attendance, I'm happy. So I appreciate that. You can't do anything from where you are. You can't hurt me. I've been through it all. But thank you very much. I appreciate you at least engaging to some degree in your warp way on this show. Eric, are you coming to the show in Muskegon next Saturday? Uh, let's see what is happening. That's the wrestling deal at the battleship, right? Yeah, I still have it open. That is the plan, Joey Williamson, to be at the wrestling event. The only thing that could get into the way of that, into the way in, in the way of that, would be uh, a work related thing. If I have to drive limo, then it might not work. You're like Zane. What do you drive limo? Yes, yeah, some of you don't know that, but I do that to make ends meet. Um, in fact. Tomorrow, I have got this crazy day because I have to be um, leaving West Michigan at about three o'clock. And then I have a, a a client who I have to pick up way north in like Roscommon, Michigan, which is like the middle of BFE. And I have uh, two hours way up north, and then I got to get all the way back and drop the sedan off back at the garage. And then I'm not going to be in bed till late, but so this is i mean just a crazy thing. Thursday, I'll be doing that. Uh, I'm sure it'll make for a very punchy Friday morning show. And then Saturday, uh, with the queen of the forest being gone and, um, and me just kind of here, uh, I booked work all day coming Saturday. I am driving quite literally all day day long and i'm like thank god because i just got the bill for uh madison's college and holy shit you know how much it costs for college i don't mean to scare any of you that you're like oh my god my kids one day are going to be in college and i got to pay for that madison wanted to go to this uh private college and it isn't cheap and she got an excellent um scholarship to go to this school and madison is um of all of our kids the uh she had the most success in college all right or not in high school she graduated with a near 4.0 grade point average terrific student so when you get that um when you get that uh, stronger grades, you get a pretty damn nice chunk of change to go to a school. The problem is uh, Hope College is a very, 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 very expensive school. Um, it costs a little bit more than about $50,000 a year to go to this college. So she got, okay, per semester... It costs $14,700 for your old pal Eric Zane. I'm like, oh, my God. So uh, I broke it up into payments. And you basically have to pay it every single month. Okay. So um, the way it's broken up, I think it's, okay, Fourteen. Uh, yeah, it's about $2,900 a month. (laughs) Fuck serious. Holy shit. So, all right. We have been like diligently saving for the past, however long, just like cramming all this money into this pile of this bag, stuffing it full, trying to get, and then, you know, you look at this, this dollar signs like, Oh my God. Um, now because of your amazing generosity in supporting the podcast, they take a look at, you know, you, they, they take a look at your dad and they go, all right, well, your dad is, he earns your dad earns money. So, uh, they don't just throw loans out like for, I mean, it isn't like free money. They'll only give you a loan if they say you can't swing the cash and they go hey your dad's been selling shit to bennett florin installation and horizon hydroponics strong enough that we think your dad is on the hook we're not giving you a dime for loans so they didn't give her anything she has no loans they go we're going to give you the school's going to give you a scholarship and then uh applied for the uh pell grant and all that shit and the government says no we're not giving you a dime you don't that goes to people who are struggling fuck you and i'm like well i mean i could act like i'm struggling i'm like I, i'm struggling i mean come on now fuck you uh suck it up buttercup and go pay so I'm like, ah, shit so uh, you know i mean uh there there are people that are in a hell of a lot worse situations so that's why i work I work my ass off, and I always will. That's the hustle. Um, May says, fuck that for a piece of paper. Yeah, well, dude, she doesn't want to do skill trades. She wa- you know what she wants to do? She wants to be a uh, counselor in prisons. I swear to God. She wants to have the, whatever degree it is you get where you can go into the prison system This is what she wants to do. She wants to sit down with these very vulnerable, mentally ill people and counsel them. And I'm like, wow. Jason says, is she working to help you pay too? Absolutely. She works uh, quite a bit, and uh, she has added to the pile. It has been a, a concerted effort with Eric, Diana, Madison, grinding. And we're doing it. It just sucks, but we're making it. We are making it and, uh, always will be, we will, I will never ever, uh, be like, Oh, I don't know what to do. I'm struggling so bad. Fuck you go out and work. I will always, 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 um, figure it out. I always have, and I love to work. So fuck when I got fired from BBL, uh, the, somebody said oh yeah you got to go get unemployment and you know what kept me from doing that i've never ever had unemployment it was i was uh, annoyed with how much work you have to do to make it seem like you can't find work and i immediately started this podcast okay and when i started the podcast i was immediately earning like a day after if you remember the patreon took off and I went, well, fuck, I got to show that I earned all this money. So I did. And then the unemployment agency, I did the math. They go, well, you're, you're not going to get any. You're, you're earning money. You can't you can't get it. I go, oh, well, fuck it. Then I'm not even going to worry about it. And it's a pain in the ass, too, man. Pain in the ass to do that shit. I would rather work. I'd rather dig a ditch. Oh, my God. Um, so there's that. How the hell did I get on that? Uh, reach out to me if you want tickets for, uh, for the comedy show coming up on Thursday. I have some kidney updates to give you. First of all, I have been, um, when I donated the kidney, the people from UCLA, which is the number two kidney donation um, center in the world. The um, statistics that go along with it that prove their success are um, higher than the national average. Absolutely incredible. Which, by the way, I need to let you know that there is one Zaniac, one of you, and I haven't said who, um, who when I told the story about donating the kidney, I had said, somebody's going to hear me talk about this and they're going to do the same thing. I know it. It happened. It's happening right now. A Zaniac is midway through the process. I just got a screenshot sent to me, a picture of 25 vials of blood that the Zaniac just gave for uh, uh, all sorts of testing and things like that, which is part of the uh, um, process that you have to go through. And uh, it's, it's awesome. It's incredible. I tell you what, man, uh, I'll never forget that when I walked into that clinic for that day when I had to donate 25 vials of blood and the machine that spits out the stickers that you put on the vial, it was running and there was a, it was a ribbon of stickers out of it. And I go, are those all for me? She goes, yep. I go, I thought I had to give like a few vials. She goes, no, we're going to be here a while that you give so much blood that, um, You have to sit there for extended time after because they're not allowed by law to let you just leave because they've taken so much blood out of you, there's a significant chance you might go, oh, fuck, oh, shit, while you're driving home and put it into a wall or something because you're loopy. One of these amazing, you're all amazing, but one amazing audience member is doing that right now and is going to donate a kidney. My God, based on all of this, how incredible is that? So anyway, the folks over at UCLA, they, uh, they send me an email um, in May, and they say, hey, it's time for your six-month checkup. Not six-month checkup, but they, they draw blood from you six months, 12 months, 18 months, 24 months, uh, 30 months, 36 months, to determine various measurements about and to see how you're doing. And it's important you do it because it adds to their track record and they, they, they need to know this. Um, and it's simple. You just go to this one place, you take the blood, it's near here. And then that's it. Have I done it? No. Damn it. Today is the day that I'm going to go do this. That is the plan. It's so simple to do. I don't know why I've been putting it. I was supposed to do it like June Uh, I think uh, December 2nd is when I gave away the kidney. So June 2nd is six months. I should have done it by June 2nd. Here we are. We're getting closer to August 2nd. And I have not yet done that. Asshole. All right. Uh, Update on Jeffrey. And then I've got a good uh, kidney story to tell you and a bad kidney story to tell you. It's all kidney right now. Jeffrey, the guy I donated the kidney to. I just got pictures from Jeffrey as he went uh, to Northern California with his family. And I got a picture of them on horseback. Um, he God, I tell you what, he's living his best life right now. Um, he sends me pictures of him dancing. He's a very artistic, emotional soul. Okay. And he, we are so connected. Every we don't talk that often, but when we do it's always just like it's like he's a he's like, it's like he's i mean when you we're so connected now it's been a year and a half of uh of kind of well i shouldn't say that long a little bit more than a year since we started this whole adventure together, and uh we have these long conversations just about life he's kind of like a brother to me man this has been the best thing that has ever happened to us. I just love that guy and uh yeah, God, I can't stress enough how much it has enriched our life. People are like, "Oh my God, that is such a selfless thing to do." Look, this helped us. This helped me process things. It helped me realizing what is important in life. Oh my God, it has opened up so many opportunities and possibilities. It has helped me so much mentally. About the only thing that was weird about it was I stopped taking my. Um, Uh, antidepressant in order to, because I wanted to make sure that I could donate it. And I I totally I lied. I lied because you have to get this uh, psychological evaluation to make sure that you're right to donate a kidney because what they don't want to do is you to be um, crazy, donate a kidney and then throw yourself out of a window because you have an an anxiety attack. So I've got this antidepressant in my body and they go uh, because they do like this thorough review of you to make sure you're not crazy why are you taking this antidepressant oh i'm not what do you mean yeah i don't, I don't even take that i'm lying to him well then why do you have the medicine uh, i don't know I, they go well they want you to stop taking it yeah okay no problem it worked i convinced them that i don't need that medicine and i actually believe that i didn't at the time so that was august of last year I quit taking it. And then by January, I gave the kidney away in December. By January, I, oh my God. I remember I was walking, for, I was taking a walk with Diana. And I go, So I need to get back on that medicine. Why? I go, Because everything is horrible. I'm having these t- terrible, things, anxious thoughts that um, life is going to, I'm going to fall flat on my face. That, Terrible things are going to happen. We're going to go bankrupt. You know, just shit that should not, that are just not realistic. Seem very tangible and real. And then I, so I talked to the uh, uh, person at the place that I uh, go for the doctors, the nurse, what do they call it? Physician's assistant. And she goes, you know, that every time you stop taking it, when the feelings come back, they're more pronounced, it's, and I go, yeah, I do feel that. This is the second time I've quit the medicine. So the third time I've felt these types of strange, odd feelings. And it is more uh, palatable. It's just like there. It's like, oh, my God. She goes, yeah, we got to get you back in that medicine. And you're never getting off it ever again. I go, no problem. I already gave with the kidney. So it's good. Shoo! I did not see that coming. Did not think it was going to be that bad. All right, I don't know how I got off on that tangent, but uh, I, I just wanted to update you. Jeffrey is doing great. He sends me these these amazing pictures of him and his family. He's making films again. He's back working, doing advertising uh, campaigns for uh, top-level businesses, shooting videos. not in, in the heart of filmmaking. He's in Venice, California, Los Angeles. So absolutely incredible. That's a great story. This is a great kidney story. Thank you to Linda Hall for sending it. Shows you staff at Children's Healthcare of Atlanta celebrating the return of two there's two versions of it. I want to play Lester Holtz.
2: For coworkers Tia Wimbush and Susan Ellis, one conversation last summer changed their lives. Both of their husbands had been dealing with kidney failure and were in need of transplant. Side note, Jason says palpable, not palatable,
0: dumbass. Oh shit. Palpable. Sorry.
2: For co-workers Tia Wimbush and Susan Ellis, one conversation last summer changed their lives. Both of their husbands had been dealing with kidney failure and were in need of transplants. Tia had an idea. But I asked, well, what's his blood type? And she told me that it was O And I thought, well, what do you know? I'm O. I'm O positive. I, I think that could match. So my next natural question was, well, what's your blood type? And she said that it was A positive. And I was thinking, right, is A positive. So in a wow. parent exchange, they decided to each donate their own kidney to the other spouse.
0: I wish I could tell you it was this really gut-wrenching decision that we had to ponder okay, over. Okay, just taken from experience, that's hard um the fact that that much of a match there's a lot to it there's there's blood type is 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 huge but then there's all sorts of markers and they find that out when they draw the blood and they take a look at it and they're comparing on a molecular level what is what i was a very good match for jeffrey which was uh kind of crazy um you know, that whole thing, because I said, I'm going to be a match and it's going to work. And it was, um, that's, that's not the easiest thing to have happen. It's, it's, it's kind of a shot in the dark, but these two
2: both are matches. In exchange, they decided to each donate their own kidney to the other spouse.
0: I wish I could tell you it was this really gut-riching, decision that we had to ponder over. There was no hesitation or doubt or any trepidation whatsoever.
2: Now, several months and two kidney transplants later, all four are doing well. Both men with a second chance at life. The culmination of Susan and Tia, I mean, you gotta look at it one way, they saved my life and they also saved Rodney's life. Being able to actually be with my family and actually enjoy it, actually feel well enough to enjoy it, I mean, it's definitely exciting. All four of them prove- Put a pin in that. That a connection can change a life. We all have that quiet voice that's nudging us sometimes- Ah, there it is! To help somebody else answer it. That's
0: what I said, remember? I said that same thing to you. I said that same damn thing. Oh my God, it almost makes me cry. I heard that same voice. Hey, you can help this guy. I bet you can help him. Sure enough, throw him a fucking bone. Give him a kidney, man. You guys want to see my scar? Okay, I'll show it to you. Okay, now we got to go way low. See, so here's my belly. That's bad enough. Okay. That's one hole. That's two holes. Wait a minute. Where's the third hole? Oh, here's the third hole. One two three okay they had different shit going in here but then look at this look how low you gotta go see here's my underwear there's the scar right there right there by my pubes what do you guys think of that eric did you show everybody your pubes yeah Jason says, it sounds like a weird swingers party. You're not kidding, man. Patriot Nick, the way you're eating, I'm placing money on your blood change places with chicken grease. Uh, Joey says, this isn't magic. Mike, for God's sake, sit down. Linda says it's like a C-section scar. It absolutely is. It, they, they, they cut it right into the pubes so that if you do grow it out, which I usually don't, I usually shave that shit, uh, you, then, then you, can't, you can't see it. But, and it's, uh, it absolutely is just like a C-section scar. <laughs> all right. So that's good. This is all good. Uh, not so good. Listen to this. Listen to this. My God. Officials at University Hospitals in Cleveland on Monday are apologizing for the mistake. They've acknowledged a patient received a new kidney meant for someone else. And I, for the life of me, don't know how this could possibly happen. I have no clue. Wow. The kidney that was given to the wrong patient is compatible, though. And the person is expected to recover. Um, They apologized for the mistake and said two employees have been placed on administrative leave. The other patient's surgery. So, dude is expecting a kidney, dude or or woman, and the the kidney doesn't like doesn't show up or whatever. I I don't know. Maybe they were were they actually prepping two people and one got it but the other didn't or, or, or what here my god officials said the hospital is reviewing how the error occurred to prevent similar mistakes going forward we've offered our sincerest apologies to those patients and their families when i said put a pin in this you got to understand the person who's waiting for the kidney just like that guy in that story he, when he said yeah i'm just happy that i can uh, go and uh, live life with my family again uh, yeah, because you know what they do for like every waking moment that they're a alo- uh, uh, well, every moment that they're awake, um, they have a port here and they plug in, uh, tubes into the port and then their blood leaves their body and goes into a machine called a dialysis machine, which cleans the garbage out of their blood as best that it can. And it's not that effective and it kind of slowly kills you. And, uh, and it's, it's awful that's what that guy meant so that's what this poor slob in in cleveland uh who is now has to stay on the dialysis machine because of this nonsense my god oh we've offered our sincerest apologies uh it isn't gonna matter we were uh somebody from the hospital should have to donate their kidneys whoever screwed this up should have to donate the kidney if they're a match to whomever we recognize they entrusted us with their care. The situation is entirely inconsistent with our commitment in helping patients return to health and live life. How did this happen? My God, I have, that is crazy to me. The only thing I can think is that it was, uh, and because Jeffrey and I were in separate rooms. It was, I mean, they were right next to each other. Uh, I, I, I was being operated on. And then Jeffrey was being operated on. They put my kidney into a bucket, walked into the next room, and they go, here you go, lunch. I'm not making that up. And then they, uh, they, they clean it off, and then they uh, examine it. It looks good. Everything is, is ready to be installed. They, they, they put it in there. They uh, uh, surgically attach all of the vessels. There's clamps on all of his uh, blood vessels that are there. And then uh, after everything is attached, it's just like plumbing. They slowly release those clamps, and then Jeffrey's blood starts to trickle in, goes past where the uh, sutured uh, uh, vessels are, and then it starts entering the kidney, Jeffrey's blood. My kidney goes, hey, what the fuck is this? Holy shit. All right, let's start cleaning. This blood is filthy. Then there's telemetry hooked up to show the markers on his blood of toxins. And then they, they watch those values start to fall dramatically. The kidney lights up bright red as blood starts to flow through it. And then, holy shit, it's good to go. This guy is going to live. I get, I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm waking up. I'm still under sedation. I'm like, holy fuck, what's going on here? Mike Gilmoury. From Baldwin Ace Hardware's texting me. He's like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, fuck you. I'm I'm, I'm cranky. I'm fussy. I feel like shit. I think the doctor left instruments in me. Fucking Jeffrey starts calling me. I pick it up. I go, what? I can pee. I can pee. I'm like, fuck you. Click. Oh, my God. I don't want to talk to anybody. I swear to God, for about half a day after I gave that thing away, I was like, I did the wrong thing. (laughs) this this was a bad idea this was horrible i want it back i'm done this is terrible i should never have done this and then slowly i and then but when the doctor came in he goes what the fuck is your problem i go i feel like shit dog it's terrible i i i I hate this he goes well uh what 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 medicine are you taking i go tylenol he goes tylenol what the fuck you taking tylenol for he goes aren't you taking any narcotics i go no he goes nurse get in here this. They put two narcotics in it. I'm like, oh, my God, it's so much better. Oh. incredible. All right. What time is it? Joey says, you donating a kidney is how I became a fan of this show. Is that right? Is that how that happened? Jason says, you make it sound so simple like an oil change kit from JM Synthetics. Well, a little bit, maybe a little bit more involved. Uh, Linda says, I ran in the room to see the scars. I have a weird fascination with that. Wow. That's weird. Uh, You know who else does? Jacqueline, my daughter. She loves scars. Like if she gets injured, she's like, yes, I'm getting a scar. So you're not the only one. You're not the only weirdo like that. Linda. Okay. Uh, Speaking of Jackie, uh, I have to be her taxi today. Do you remember um, when I ripped the, my third bumper off of Diana's car? When I drove, I put the car up on the car dolly and then kept going, drove over it, and hung the car up on the car dolly, and it it uh, the weight of the car went down on the long metal beam of the car dolly that attaches to the camper, and it crushed the the front the bumper. Like ah shit. Well, okay. Yesterday was a day I filed a claim with the insurance company. Yesterday was a day when I take the car. Uh Jackie has um Diana's car right now. And so I go, Jackie, I need you to take car to river to Riverbend body shop. We gotta we gotta get the bumper put on. We need an estimate. I meet her there. Guy from Riverbend. He uh he goes walking up to it and uh he goes, uh this car is fucked. Yeah, I go, I know. He goes, No, I mean you can't drive it. You've done more damage to it than you know. You're leaving it here. I go, I am? He goes, Yes, you're not you're not taking it. I ah oh, fuck. So, all right, now I got to take uh, Jackie. Well, I don't have a car now. I got to worry about it. We're, we're car heavy. What do you need to She goes, they got to take me to rehab. All right. She's got rehab graduation day uh, for her knee. She's like, dad, rehab graduation day. I go, what does that mean? She goes, I can now, I'm cleared to play soccer again. I go, ah, oh, fuck. That means another surgery. I go, why? Why don't you just relax? She's been destroying her knees since ninth grade lowell high school she's playing basketball some kid steals the ball and goes up for a layup jackie defending goes for the block somehow lands on the near uh knee wrong i don't know which one it was destroys it acl gone Misses, uh, athletics for a whole year since then. She has blown that one out again and the other one. And then the one, the other one, um, scar tissue built up. So it had to see your surgery to build up the scar tissue to give rid of the scar tissue. And then the surgery failed. So they did it again. She has had so many surgeries, two on each leg. And despite that, she is going to go play soccer again. And I'm like, come on. I go, well, Jackie, you know, well, I guess it doesn't matter because I've got a Frank Fuss insurance policy. Uh, We've already met our deductible for the year. I usually meet the deductible uh, January 2. Okay? My God. All right. God bless Horizon hydroponics they just signed up for another six months that means because of all this success i just had a and e heating and cooling sign up for another uh, quarter horizon hydroponics is back on for another month frank fuss is on for six months i'm locked in i'm funded for extended time and it's all because of the sponsors thank you horizon hydroponics if you have a garden outdoors it's getting set to flowering time for your cannabis plants or whatever it is you're growing in your garden i don't care if it's marigolds if you're growing anything horizon hydroponics is who you want their website is horizon h-o-r-i-z-e-n hydroponics.com they ship it anywhere in the usa soils fertilizers fish shit you name it any type of uh, growing medium flower pots doesn't matter orders 250 and more you get shipping free use the coupon code zane show at checkout and you're going to get it for 10 percent off there you go Horizonhydroponics.com, uh shipped anywhere in the u.s also you can buy it online and pick it up at any one of their four stores alpine and grand rapids growers outlet in byron center kalamazoo and lansing michigan don't forget about A&E Heating and Cooling. Love them. My gosh, if you have any issues with your uh, uh, heating and cooling setup, reach out to A&E Heating and Cooling 616-516-8579 call or text. If you need a new air conditioner installed, you're thinking about it. It's like, "Damn it, you know, I've, we've been living like idiots in the summer. It's just too hot and you are in West Michigan." Reach out to A&E Heating and Cooling. They are the experts. Go ahead and get a couple estimates from whomever, I don't care who. Uh, Just make sure that Joe Martinez and A&E Heating and Cooling are number three and they will match or uh, they will beat any of the uh, uh, estimates that you've gotten from the other guys. If they don't, let them know and they will. Tell them I said so. Please mention my name to all the sponsors. 616-516-8579. I am booked on the Anthony Kumia show. I will be in New Jersey August 10 for Anthony's show. How did this all come about? Uh, Anthony from the Opie and Anthony show. Of course, he is kind of a pioneer when it comes to this type of content. When he got shit canned from Sirius, uh, he just did it on his own online content and it ended up working out for him. Very good. I was, uh, Anthony became a fan of Who Are These Podcasts. I was on Who Are These Podcasts. And then Eric Nagel, or E-Rock, heard me on Who Are These Podcasts. He runs Anthony's network. Uh, We had communicated with each other in the past, back when I was in radio. So he reached out and goes, hey, man, I liked it. It was good. You should come out and hang out with Anthony for a a show. I go, fuck, I would love that uh let's do it so back and forth we booked it and um there you go uh after a little bit of figuring it out it looks like august 10th he says i'll get you in before rob o'neill mm-hmm. sounds good to me august 10th 4 p.m he gave me the uh address and uh, he says where are you coming from and uh i said michigan so there you go august 10th um which boy I'm trying to figure out how this is going to work out with the with a couple of other things. Um, but one way or another, that is happening. So I will be in New Jersey for that August 10th at 4 p.m. Now, how does this line up with members of the audience who live in Jersey? Because I've said, look, uh, let's do this. Let's get together. Well, uh, I think that's going to happen. but But the only drawback is you might have to travel because there's one of two ways we can do this. We could meet at a restaurant where I could meet you halfway because I'm guessing most of the people are down uh, down the shore. Uh, Tom's River, Manahawkin area, places like that, which I could very easily just jump in the car and drive and meet you there uh, halfway because I'm going to be in Jersey City, um, which isn't exactly close, but at the same time, it's if we drive, meet halfway uh, somewhere, uh, we'll pick an exit, stop, get something to eat, hang out. That's the same thing I did to the audience in Tennessee. It was great fun. We had an awesome time. So spread the word in Jersey. We're either going to do that or you can come up to the campsite and we'll have a freaking bonfire and I'll show you how to make a s'more. It's up to you. Let's get together on the group uh, and we'll figure it out. While I look at that uh, information on Twitter, it appears that I have been solicited and Cardiff Electric has slid into my DMs. Cardiff Electric, this is the same account that reached out to Sarah Rook-Ruck-Rush and said you should not reach out to Cardiff Electric uh some time ago, last week. Um Saw that Sarah listens to my show, and she wrote, "Who the uh, she said somebody sent me a terrible Twitter message about you." I'm like, well, "Who the hell sent you a Twitter message?" And Cardiff Electric wrote, "You should not support the Eric Zane show. He is a very hateful person and wants to get canceled soon." Okay, well, no, I don't want to get canceled soon, and I don't think anybody could ever describe me as hateful, ever. I don't even hate you, whoever whoever this person is. So, all right, there's that. I'm charmed, frankly. If somebody's taking the time to come after me like this, uh, that means I'm doing something right. So, yeah, you're not going to get me to bite. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get down in the dirt with you over this. This person then wrote to me on DMs. Your show sucks. At nine thirty this morning. So at about the same time that whoever this person is was uh, uh, commenting on the stream, which they seem to have stopped. Um, yeah, I am guessing that. This person realized that I'm not the type to care about anything like that, and actually finds it funny. Um, there, we, we won't hear again. That's it. That's how you handle people like that. You just kind of roll with it. No big deal. Joey Williamson, whose body is ripped up, uh, writes: I have scars from my three open heart surgeries, two surgeries for my liver outside of my body. My God, and scars on both feet. Jesus. Patriot Nick says, Jackie likes the scars. Linda, Alabama, Linda wanted to see the root. Nick, what the fuck? Uh, Jason Chafer uh, says, Jackie needs to take it easy on the knees. Joey says, I was only given a week to live when I was born, so it was worth it to get to where I am now. Yeah, that's true, man. We're so glad you're here. Uh, All right. Kate says she's happy. So excited. August 10th. Uh, I've given you all the details I know. Linda says August 10th is my birthday. Oh, yeah. We're all going to get together. If I uh, fly up there, can we split a room? Dirk, if you fly up, you can stay in the RV. How about that? I'll pick you up at Newark. Wouldn't that be something? Uh, all right. There you go. I'm also hearing, you remember the other day on Monday when I was talking about Connie, the loud mouth from Tennessee, who Desica brought with her, who is one of the biggest pains in the ass that I have ever encountered in my entire life. I don't know what, uh, what, you know, what happened to her, but for some reason, she uh uh i i don't know i was just like her punching bag and she you know everything i did she was attacking me and i'm just kind of rolling with it and i'm like oh god jesus just fucking knock it off well apparently her husband and she doesn't listen her name's connie uh she doesn't listen but her and her husband found out that i was talking about her and so now uh he's like holy shit yeah man Uh, this guy was talking about now i didn't say anything that he probably doesn't already know and he wasn't like coming after me or anything like that he wrote my bride is back from michigan she went to a party with her friends has no interest in in, at eric zane show but friends do she made an impression if you want to know it's it's a listener appreciation party she's referred to as loudmouth brainiac connie so if she can irritate someone by just showing up, think what she can do for at Calvin Thompson 99 with those, with those who poke fun of you. I don't appreciate the comments, but I'm proud of her. Oh, no, your wife's a fucking lunatic uh wasn't this guy writes wasn't he on free Beer and hot wings at some point brother gonna have to give this a listen he says i don't know we don't know anything about him at all connie went with our secretary who was a huge fan of his he tried to test her knowledge and let no i didn't and let's just say he ate his lunch i didn't test any of her knowledge i didn't want to talk to her she's crazy and about three times my height so i don't want to fuck with her kind of like hannibal i think you're getting a uh, a different view of the story uh whoever this guy is uh, I wrote, she's bloodthirsty. I couldn't hang. Everything I did was met with her giving me the business. I didn't say shit to this fucking psycho. Uh, I was just minding my own business, and she decided to fucking uh, let me have it at every turn. Jesus. I feel sorry for you. Refer- lovely Italian woman? No, she's a crazy bitch. Oh, Fuck. You can't be her first husband. She just found some fucking sick bastard who likes getting uh, his dick stepped on by some gigantic woman with high heels. Tell her to fuck off. And Jessica, don't ever bring that crazy bitch to my house again. I don't ever want to see that fucking psycho as long as I live. Holy shit. What a maniac. All right. So Kumia is booked uh there you go uh, the the patreon happens in moments i'm supposed you know here's the thing i was supposed to do uh, smarter than a former drug dealer trivia yesterday it did not work out mary joe slept in not my fault uh and i went long today on this show so i'm just gonna punt till next week i can't i don't want to i don't want to live with that type of pressure so i'll be starting the patreon bonus podcast promptly at 11 o'clock today irvine's auto repair grand rapids hybrid get your car fixed there something goes wrong call them 616-532-6600 i love these people that's com. you have a trusted source for getting your car repaired it's irvine's auto repair grand rapids hybrid online at irvine's.com E-R-V-I-N-E-S.com. check out their long list of amazing google reviews they are the best 616- Five three two sixty six hundred. It's so simple. Uh, I like to do it this way. Usually I drop it off after hours when I have a minute. Drop the keys in the drop box. Here's what's wrong with it. By sometime the next day, I get a heads up on email. It says, all right, uh, we see the problem. You also want to check on this. Yes or no. Green light, red light. What do you say? Approve, don't approve. Okay, I approve the work for these. Don't approve these. They can wait. Fix it. They fix it. They send you a bill online. You pay it online. Hey, I can't pick up the car till 9 o'clock tonight. That's okay. We're going to leave it out. Keys are in the lockbox. Here's the code. Boom. Awesome. The best. Trusted Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Trusted Mechanics, number one. Number one rated in all of West Michigan. Last but certainly not least, get a new set of Cornhole Boards from Cornhole America. This is the last set of cornhole boards you will ever buy. I'm serious, man. They are so high quality. Rick bought two sets of these. He bought the TC Paintball ones, and he bought the Eric Zane Show podcast ones. I borrowed them for my latest party, okay? And, uh, my God, um, it's it's the unbelievable quality of these that makes them stand out, not to mention the fact you can put any logo onto a set of cornhole boards, any logo. They are more uh, expensive than anything you'll buy in any store. I can promise you that they are, but you'll never buy another set of these again. They're the best. And they're made to the specifications of professional cornhole players. They slide the right uh, distance. They have the right bounce on them. The exact dimensions, the absolute best in the business. Even the bags are custom made. You can put whatever logo you want on the bags, cornholeamerica.com. Another great sponsor of the Eric Zane show podcast. Who is your asshole of the day? Who is your asshole of the day? Brought to you by TC Paintball and JM Synthetics. Right. Take your votes. Anybody on the live stream have any comments of who could it be? Uh, Dean writes, everyone is three times your height. Eric, shut up. Okay. Nick says the Karen for sure yeah but it's kind of what have you done for me lately Cardiff Electric uh, uh, Cardiff Electric congratulations you are the asshole of the day Uh, Other nominations include Upside Down Racial Slur from YouTube, Hospital Kidney Screw-Up, Connie's Husband for Trying to Tough Talk You, and The Karen. Yeah, those could all be, but I'm going with this. Thank you so much for contributing to the show, Cardiff Electric. I appreciate you. I will be surprised if you ever uh, weigh in again because it's tough to get me to take the bait on those things i'm just glad there's someone watching frankly believe me i don't have a uh, distorted view and make myself out bigger to be than what i am but i do give it my best every single time i do this so okay 11 o'clock we'll be back on patreon uh thank you so much folks for being part of this one uh i seem to enjoy this um fantastically today. I do every day, but this day in particular, more so than others, so thank you. We'll talk to you next time. Have a good one, folks. Bye-bye.